Wednesday, July 24th, and I'm feeling like picking up, moving on. This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Wow, it's been almost a month since I published an episode. It's been uh, almost two weeks since I recorded this episode, and it's been sitting here on my phone. What happened? I'm not really sure. I got busy. That's part of it. Um, my wife went to a convention in Las Vegas, so I helped get her ready for that. That uh, took up quite a bit of time because she had a bunch of crafts that she was setting up to take there with her um, that people had already paid for, so she needed to get those done beforehand. But then after that, I don't know what happened. I just kind of stopped, right? Everything just kind of stopped. Um, I kind of got sucked into my computer. Um, it happens when I'm depressed. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all it was. Uh, I might have been sick, but I'm, I'm almost positive it was depression. And uh, I wanted to take a moment just to kind of talk to that because it happens to all of us, right? <clears throat> well, maybe it doesn't happen to all of us. It happens to a lot of us, right? Especially in this, this, uh, this group, the Anchorites, that, uh, that we have together. It's been going around lately, too, it seems like. Um, and I just kind of drop off the face of the earth when that happens, right? Really isolate, and that's a problem. I need to, um, to understand that other people can help me, and I don't have to go through this myself. Um, this wasn't a bad thing, you know, I was just very lethargic and I did recognize it, right? After, after two days of it, I was like, Hey, something's going on here. And then my wife left and I just kind of sat around the house and I was like, something is going on here and I don't know what it is. So I need to make extra sure that I'm doing the things that I really need to do. Um, like go to work. Uh, I, I considered calling in sick to work just because, you know, I didn't want to go and I haven't done that in a long time. Um, anyways, I just want to give you guys an insight as to what's going on and where I've been. And, um, yeah, I'm going to get to work on show notes and publish this episode. Catching up on your podcast. And I went back to the very first one and it's great that you did something uncomfortable. I think that's fantastic. Super, super cool. Absolutely love it. How are you liking podcasts now? So I'm just curious about that. Like, does, is it more comfortable for you? Are you still uncomfortable? Are you comfortable being uncomfortable? Where do you stand? This is what I want to know. And also, happy summer, happy new season. And that's it for me. This time I wasn't doing dishes while I was listening. I was making dough. So I got some bread going, sort of waiting for it now. Now I have now I have to wait some more for that part of it. But I while I was making it, that's what I listened to your show. And I just let the thing just go through and play it because I tried to go back and find the one that I hadn't heard, but it didn't work that way. It, it shows that I have ones I haven't listened to, but it won't highlight them for me. I don't know what that's about either. All right, that's it for me. I'm out. Bye. Wow, Ivy, starting from the beginning, that's scary. I'm curious myself. I want to go back and listen to those episodes someday, but uh, not right now. I've got too much, too many podcasts to catch up on. Um, I, too, enjoy doing dishes and listening to a podcast. Um, doing any sort of chore with a podcast on my ear always makes that chore better, even though uh, doing that chore is the right thing to do. And uh, I'm learning now that that even that in itself can be fulfilling. Hey, I need to do this. Look, I'm doing it. Go me.
Anyways, so about podcasting, um, I'm way more comfortable now. Uh, when I listen to my podcasts, I do listen to my podcasts. Um, before, I was just uh, cranking them out and dropping them on there, you know? Um, and then I had sort of an accident, right? Where I put Anchor in my pocket, and uh, I don't know if you've done this yet, but Anchor will continue recording if you uh, cover up the, the, the sensor on the top. It thinks it's next to your head. And for some reason, the whole thing behind Anchor is put your phone up to your head and start podcasting. Um, I think it's kind of weird. I wish there was somewhere to turn that off. There may be. I haven't looked into it recently. Um, but if you're on the pause screen and you close, I close my phone case or I put my phone in my pocket, it starts recording. Anyway, um, the max time you can record on Anchor is an hour. I know this because I had my phone in my pocket for an hour. Um, at any rate, Spike Pick... Let me know. Um, good man, good man. Let me know. I got in there, edited it, fixed it up, and uh, sent it back. But from that moment on, I decided that I needed to listen to my podcasts. So um, I started listening to them after I had assembled them. Then I started writing show notes. So that it got important to me to write it before I assembled it, right? Um, so now I record my podcast. I listen to it through once. Um, I add... Uh, whatever, um, interludes, not interludes, that's what Anchor calls them, whatever, bumpers, um, I add an intro, I add my ads, and then I listen to it all again, and, um, it doesn't make me uncomfortable, right? Uh, it, it, it all goes to back, the way I was feeling back then, you know, um, very, very decidedly not liking myself, you know, I, I didn't look at myself when I passed by mirrors. Um, I, I avoided mirrors brushing my teeth or, you know, I, I, I didn't bother combing my hair because I had to look in a mirror to do that. Right. Unless it was coming it straight back. So with the sound of my voice, I didn't like it. Um, and I mean, it still doesn't sound like me, right? We all got that. You can put your fingers in your ears and you sound different. Um, and that's kind of what you sound like to everybody else. And it sounds weird to us. Uh, but I've gotten used to that. And I don't mind the sound of my own voice, right? Uh, I don't mind hearing my own thoughts. And I'm not so quick to jump out there and judge myself, you know. Um, people are listening to it, so someone must like what I'm doing, right? Um, uh, any tips I've got is just do it, you know. Get out there and do it. Don't mess around. Um, if you want to do something, do it, you know. There's not enough time to do everything, you know. So... If you sit around on the couch all the time, then you're not going to ever do anything, right? So if you want to do something, you got to do it. You got to put forth the effort. If you want something and you want it bad enough, you'll get it just because there's a lot of footwork out there. Um, putting it in your mind that you can do these things also very important. Um, at first, I didn't believe I could do podcasting, right? Um, or YouTube videos or anything like that. Not that I do YouTube videos, but that's kind of where this all started for me, right? Was um, <clears throat> Minecraft is, oddly enough, where this all started for me. Wanting to do some sort of cast, right? Uh, people were doing actual plays of Minecraft, and I was really a fan of them. And I was in Minecraft from not the beginning, but very close to the beginning. Um, so... I could have got in on the ground floor of that explosion of actual plays on YouTube, but I was just too scared to do it, right? 
I was too embarrassed to sit in a room by myself and talk. Um, and now I do it once a week usually, you know? So I, I think that, you know, I, podcasting hasn't made me grow, but the th- other things that I'm doing in my life have made me grow. Um, I'm definitely learning who I am and accepting who I am and understanding that even though I do have limitations, I can do whatever I want to do and whatever I set my mind to. And podcasting is one of them. I'll probably do, be doing this for the rest of my life. Um, and if I ever stop role-playing, then I'll start podcasting on something else, whatever else I happen to be into at the time, right? Um, yeah, so hope you do it turned out well. And uh, I'm working on the air fryer, so if you got any good, good, crispy recipes for me, I'm working on getting that coating down, but I just can't get it. I get that uh, flowery pastiness all over the outside. So come on, Ivy, hook me up with a good recipe. Hi, Rich, it's Spike Pitt here. Just calling in to say I uh, hope you're having a good sort of uh, 4th of July holiday weekend over there in the States. And listen, man, really enjoying the show. I think what I enjoy about it most is the fact that uh, you've got such a contrasting style to my own style. And really enjoying this insight into your plays of the Silent Titans. And look forward to hearing how that progresses. All the best, mate. Take care. Thanks for the compliments, Colin. I'm glad you're still enjoying the show. Um, Well, this is like almost a month after you, uh, well, not a month, 20 days after you sent that message. And I've been kind of hanging on to it, waiting for uh, to play Silent Titans again and to let you know how that went. But uh, sadly, the group has not gotten together. Um, I don't know if it's quite fallen apart yet, but uh, I've replaced it playing with the kiddos, playing Ravenloft, so that's going well, and uh, I hope to get back to Silent Titans, because man, it's just begging to be run. It's begging me. Well, it's game night, and here I sit, prepless, again. Uh, again, which is fine, because this is um, this is my Zobek campaign, I've got stuff seated out there, we're running kind of sandbox style. Uh, I don't know where they're going tonight. Uh, I just put a post on Facebook um, like like a half hour ago. It's 12 o'clock, right? And we play at 7. Um, asking, hey, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> Want to help me prep? So uh, maybe I'll get a response on that. Maybe I won't. Who the hell knows? Uh, what I do know is that um, we're going to game tonight. And I'm excited, you know. Silent Titans got canceled last week. Um so I uh, offered my, my sons and uh, one of my son's girlfriends, or not one of my girl, my son, my, my oldest son's girlfriend, that's how I want to say that. Um, I offered to, to run for them that night. Uh, my youngest son flaked out because he was kind of tired. Uh, this was on July 5th, so it was after the 4th. We had a big party, they stayed up late. Um, and then after that, my son and his girlfriend, or my, my son's girlfriend flaked out, and then he was just like, well, whatever, we're just not gonna play. So I offered to play the next day. So uh, I got my two sons over, and uh, we did a little uh, a little Ravenloft thing. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, being as there were two of them, I got to try the sidekick rules. Uh, what I would like to say is those sidekicks are are tuned very tight. Um, they had the expert and the warrior, and they felt like first level player characters. Um, the way Fifth Edition is balanced. Um, they, they fall in that very well. Uh, 
uh, I threw together some encounters um, for them, um, and I wanted I wanted them there to be fights and successful fights, right? And then I threw in the the, the followers, the um, whatever the hell they're called, sidekicks, to to see how they played on that balanced encounter, right? So I'm setting up a deadly encounter, right? Which is uh, what is it? Easy, moderate, hard, deadly, impossible, something? I don't know. Anyway, so I got I got a deadly encounter, and they just, they wiped the floor with them. And, um, and that happens as you get higher level, but these are, uh, actually we start at third level. So these are third level characters, and they just totally wipe the floor with them. Um, and I think I was using first level followers, too. So they are, they, they do very well, right? Um, I even upped the encounter balance uh, as we went, reflecting a party of three third-level characters instead of, you know, two third-level characters. So it went very well. Um, I've been wanting to do this thing for a while where um, the player characters are working for Strahd, not against Strahd, um, and in a, in a bigger plane of Ravenloft thing. Um, my son... Uh, so I started describing things differently, right? So I didn't use the word mists. I didn't use the words dark. You know, I tried to push away from all those tropey Ravenloft descriptions, right? And and bring in similar ones that um, that that sound the same, right? Overcast, right? Doesn't sound the same as gloomy, but it's the same thing, right? There's no sun. You never see the sun. Uh, in fact, I even mentioned something about, oh yeah, even if there were crawling around, you know, they, they wouldn't worry about having to see the sun at all. This is, uh, this is something you've never seen, a clear sky. Um, there weren't a lot of undead. I used beasts. Um, and uh, I actually had them travel through the mists of Ravenloft. Um, and they still hadn't caught on yet uh, because I described it as fog, right? Penetrating fog fog in the mountains. You're going to have to go through the mountains and through the fog. And nobody likes being in a fog because there's scary shit in the fog. So um, they get to the other side and a couple other things happen and my son goes wait a minute are we in Ravenloft? And I was like well, or no he said are we in Cur Curse of Strahd? I said no, you're in Ravenloft though. And he was like what we're in Curse of Strahd? You know and my son's knowledge of uh settings kind of is fifth edition right he doesn't know too much about any of the older settings so um later in the game i, I pulled out uh, the third edition ravenloft book which i i picked up at a thrift store for like five bucks and uh i held it out to him and i opened it up and he was like what there's more <laughs> he was just flabbergasted that there was so much more to ravenloft than than barovia right and I was like, yeah, so you, you aren't in, you, you come from Barovia, but you don't, you're not going to be adventuring in there generally. So uh, I, I'm very excited to, to, to finally be able to kick this off where um, the players working for Strahd are going to infiltrate the other um, domains and kind of try and bring them down, figure out how to bring them down from the inside. And um, Strahd wants to assimilate them, right? Um, but they have an NPC that they're working with who says he's working against Strahd, right? So he, if, if Strahd is able, able to conquer these places, he says, then Strahd will be able to continue the war machine and just he will be able to take over everything. So yeah, 
that's uh, that ten that 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 looks to be an interesting campaign. I would love to play it more. Um, I actually started some stuff on World Anvil about it. Um, I'm up to my limit on World Anvil right now, though. So um, I've got Silent Titans on there um, or Odd World. Um, I don't know. That's the one I'm unsure about. Okay. Um, I have uh, Illarin, which is my uh, my Zine world, and that's not going anywhere. Okay. I have Midgard. Um, I put a lot of work into that. This. That one's the one I've put the most work into so far. Um, uh, by the end of the month, it should be Illarin, um, but I can go into that later. And then um, I threw up what I said called multiverse, right? And this is going to be everything else. Um, and I like the whole idea of a connected universe, right? One universe to always play in, um, like Greyhawk was for Gygax, or you know Midgard is for for Wolfgang Bauer. Um, and I think it was. Uh, Che Webster that uh, said something similar that he is looking for he, he was looking for a system to run one world in right um, and I'm I'm thinking that like it's well to me I'm not looking for the system I like this idea of a multiverse right um, I remember reading an article in uh, the I don't know the 2000s that uh it said that um, if the, in, the universe is infinite, then everything is there, right? No matter what the probability of something being there, it's there because the, war, the, the universe is infinite. So everything is presented, right? Roaches with ant heads. What are the odds? One to infinity. Okay, so there's one out there, right? Um, kind of get the idea if you don't, well... I don't explain it well, and I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, so with this multiverse, I, I'm just gonna throw every like all my one shots and my um, odd stuff and my yeah, I don't I don't even know how to explain it. This, this is like this is like the I don't want to say trash bin because it's not trash. This is the you know the 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 everything else world um, because this is my fifth world on there. Um, Wait a minute, I'm missing one? Uh, Oddworld, Illarin, Midgard, Silent Titans, and yes, this is my fifth world, multiverse. Um, so if I want to make any more worlds, I'm going to have to go up in here. Um, and I, I kind of like the idea of having some a bunch of worlds tied all together, right? Um, and maybe even Silent Titans might slide over there and fall into it. Because uh, there's no need for a rule set. And I can divide everything up by campaign. Um, World Anvil is actually a really interesting tool. Uh, and, and the stuff that they're, they're doing with it now is really interesting. Um, I'm looking at my article list, though, for Illarin. Uh, and I've gotten totally off the, the Ravenloft uh, train here. So um, let me jump back on that, and then we'll talk about World Anvil in my next segment. Um, so anyways, I have them go to Forlorn. They, um, they're trying to find out who um, is the leader and uh, what his deal is and how he can be taken out of power. So he's, um, they don't find out much about him, but they go to his castle, totally deserted, nobody there. Um, and then they cross through uh, a second set of gates into the interior castle and they are just like assaulted with people. Um, all of a sudden there's like, you know, 150 people around them 
people going about their day. There's, you know, um, the, they look back and see that the forges that were dark and unused in, you know, years are bright and lit and going. And there's horses in the stables now. And they actually go and talk to the king. And he's a really nice guy. And he's very jovial. And he offers them a place to stay. They take him upstairs. And as soon as they get in the door, everything changes back to the ruin. So, um, kind of doing a time travel thing here. I grabbed uh, Castle Shadowcrag, um, which is a Midgard product that I don't know if you can order yet. It was, um, it's in paper only, which I don't like. Um, I, I, I dislike having to take pictures of things or scan them to print them out, to print out copies. Um, I really like my digital tools, but uh, I, I took that and it's got kind of a similar theme of time traveling. Um, not time traveling of um, viewing past events, right? And, and that's kind of where this one's going. Uh, so there are um, three times I'm going to put them in um, before, current, uh, b before, after, and current time. So they're going to find out the full story of this guy through uh, that kind of exposition. Um, I, didn't, I didn't spend a lot of time writing it. Uh, we didn't get too far. We only played a couple hours. Um, they they uh, made characters, which took a little longer than I expected, um, but that's fine. Uh, it, it took up some of the time. Uh, so I think next session, if we... The, the next session that we do of this, which I hope that there will be a session of both my boys kind of hope to, um, will be interesting, you know. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. And uh, I'm eager to see where I can take this this kind of this story because this has just been an idea that's stuck in my head for a while. Back when I started this Medgar campaign, it was one of the um, the three story ideas that I put out to my group. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about this and uh, hope to see where that goes. So, World Anvil. World Anvil is uh, doing a, an event this month of July. Uh, it is called Summer Camp 2019. They did it last year, and basically what it is, it's a prompt for every day. Um, something like describe a warlike um, culture. Um, or uh, what was another one that I did? Uh, describe a typical home. Um, and they... Uh, so... There, it's a contest, is what it is. And um, there is uh, silver, gold, and platinum, I believe. And they are, um, it's basically, I finished 10 prompts, I finished 20 prompts, I finished 30 prompts. Um, and I, for each one of those that you get into, you get into a drawing. Um, and of course I'm interested in the drawing, but uh, it looks like there is um, like 131 people, right? Is, is seems to be the number that's stuck in my head um, from looking at articles. Because I just figured out that I could look at other people's articles and gain inspiration for that. Because um, I was stuck on one last night. I was stuck on um, writing an ethnicity, writing that culture, that, about that warlike culture, when I only had like a couple of uh, guides to work with. Um, so they're putting forth these prompts. And... I'm using it to build up my, my, um, my hex crawl for my zine. Um, and it, it's coming out really good. I'm finding a lot of stuff in here um, that, you know, if I don't transfer straight to the zine, can be background for the zine, right? And just having all that background there to draw off of 
every time I do write a zine, it'll make it that much easier. Uh, speaking of which, I need to sit down and I wanted to do one of those uh, folding zines that everybody did. Um, and I wanted to do that with NPCs. I thought that would be really cool. So I need, I've gotten those mostly written up. I need to um, figure out how I'm going to publish it. So uh, somebody had said on Twitter that they use Illustrator for publishing. Uh, I'm going to take a look at that because I can use Illustrator fairly well. Um, also, I found my Microsoft Publisher on my hard drive, so uh, I was thinking about thinking around with that. If anybody's got any, any opinions on those, I'd love to hear them. Uh, anyway, moving on, back to World Landville. So, um, this is where I've been lately, man. Uh, I, I've been really focused on this. Um, and I, I've been a day behind for the past, I don't know, three days. Um, and normally, like, not normally. And before, the person I was before this time, kind of like what I was talking about um, answering Ivy's question, would have just shot myself to death about this, right? Um, look at you. You're already falling behind. It's like the, you know, it's in the first week. Um, you can't figure this stuff out, so you might as well just give up. And I would have gave up. But now I'm just, I'm just a day behind. That's all. Um, and I can catch up. I can even get ahead if I want because all prompts are listed, right? So I, I, um, every day I kind of read over the next few so I can see them into my mind. Um, and I'm getting faster and faster at cranking out those 300 words to qualify for the drawing. Um, and it's really cool because, like, at the end of 30 days, I'm going to have 9,000 words in this world. And that's a lot of words, right? And that's, that's only if I'm doing the prompts, right? All of these prompts are creating other articles as well, right? Because I write, uh, wrote about um, a country, right? A warlike country. That's what it was. Not a warlike. Uh, anyway, I wrote about a country, right? So in this country, I got uh, two characters, right? The original emperor and the current emperor. I got um, a, a, the time of retreat, which when all the demi-humans kind of retreated from the world or, uh, at large. Um, I got, um, I can't even remember, like two or three other articles uh, just from writing that one article. So if I have extra time, I can go out and expand on these articles as well. Um, it's very exciting. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to the end of the month to see what I've got sitting in my hands um, ready to make my next zine, right? Because making zines is something that I really want to continue doing. Um, I... I got stuck on making this NPC zine and I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off with the excuse of, I don't have art, right? Oh, well, I finally found a bunch of art and, um, one of the Patreons that I'm, the Patreons that I'm backing, um, Evelyn, uh, Moreau, I think her last name is, uh, she has been putting out portraits like, like a wildfire lately. Uh, so, um, I have all these amazing portraits that I can use for NPCs. Uh, I actually requested that she do lizard folk, and I got a lizard folk, and I know which one I'm going to use. Um, but like I said, it's I, I just I, if I find an excuse, I use it. So um, that in combination with um, I just read Lies of Locke Lamar, uh, which I thought I had read, um, but apparently I didn't, and I really enjoyed it, and I liked it so much that it kept me up too late. So. I was groggy and had more excuses and I was easier fooled by my excuses. Anyway, you don't need to hear about this, I guess. I'm making a lot of excuses for things I should be doing and I'm not doing them. Um, so I'm very excited about World Anvil and I love the way World Anvil works because 
um, there's like a general vignette uh, section and you know that's where you kind of write about oh this is this is what this thing is right and then it goes it breaks that category down into just like so many subcategories right that if you put like five words in each subcategory all of a sudden you've got a hundred words and then you expand on those and then you know you've got a full article um, and it's interesting right because you have to constantly I my first pass through the article I can write down what um, like what the gist is in these boxes, right? And then I come back and I fill them out and it's it's just amazing how quickly something develops from that. And uh, it's all very exciting and I really, really, really like World Anvil. Um, I don't think I would have subscribed if I didn't uh, because it is, um, well, I mean, it's only $33 a year. I'm already looking at moving up to the next tier, uh, but it's just not, um, there's just not enough there for me yet to want that next tier. Um, and, uh, yeah, so World Anvil, still very exciting, um, still very fun to play with, and, uh, yeah, I am still looking forward to, um, sharing this with everybody. So, uh, I, I'm Jerry247 on World Anvil, just like I am pretty much everywhere else. Um, I have a link in my show notes, so go there, check it out. Um, I don't know if I have Illerin in my show notes, but I think I might just, uh, condense that down to um, just one single world anvil link that shows where uh, all my worlds are. So yeah, pretty excited to share that with you all. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the new link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website. Email me at my new email address, cockatricenuggets at gmail.com and check out my blog at Slacker Nerds with links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join us on the Audio Dungeon Discord server linked in my show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share it with your friends or shout it from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out is great with me. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.